You're about to listen to a message from Savannah Grace Chapel, Port Harcourt. May these words bear fruit in your heart as you listen. Hallelujah. Can we appreciate God this morning? Glory to God. Amen. Please let's have our seats. You're welcome to Savannah Grace Chapel, Port Harcourt. Amen. It's always, it's always something of joy to see your faces. Amen. Like I always say, I always look forward to church. I love church. Amen. Me three. Amen. Glory to God. But can we appreciate Pastor Notch once again for a series just ended? Amen. Hallelujah. Truly. It was a blast for me. It was a blessing. Glory to God. Um, today we'll start another series. And, um, well, the name is just simple. The name of Jesus. Amen. You know, a, a few weeks ago, um, well, I'm beginning to discover that that's one of the ways God, God, God deals with me, God talks with me, God teaches me. In the very early hours of the morning, you know this kind of—I don't know—you I mean, know that, that time when you are just waking up, but you're not—you're not sleeping, you're not awake, you're just this kind of. Uh, and that's my cool of the day, for me and God. That's when God comes and starts talking to me. Hallelujah, glory to God. So one of those days, something that's been on my mind, and um, 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 I'm thinking of it. But one of those mornings, um. God began to minister to me, and instead I hear I heard it in, in Reverend's voice. Because Reverend says the Lord say, "Use the name of Jesus, use the name of Jesus against all the onslaught of the enemy. Use the name of Jesus to stop the activities of the devil in your life. Use the name of Jesus because the name has been given to you. The name belongs to you. Amen. And so you know when I woke up, I said, okay, let me do, let me start studying on the name. Let me start, and well. Here we are, God is saying, um, we should teach it, we should learn it together. Glory to God. Amen. The name of Jesus. <clears throat> Let's do some scriptures and then we'll dive into it. You know, I'm hoping it won't be a long series. Like I was hoping then. You know, we finish we also finished the series on the mind. That was long. And I promise that I'm going to teach it again. I told them on, I told them on Wednesday. I said, "You are, you know, you, you know." You say you people are my research. Um, sorry, the research guinea pigs. <laughs> I'm a science person. You know, when we do our final experiment, final um, um, final year experiment in school, final project, we use what called guinea pigs. So you have the animals you use. I was saying that I was trying it on you. I was building the message. As we went on, <clears throat> but I have it all together now. So I said I'll package it and I will, I'll preach it on Sunday. Especially for those of you who will not come for Wednesday service, you know, like uh, Pastor Tundiayeni. One time he said, he's the, I was listening to him one, one time. He said some people they've sworn. I, I swear to God, what no matter what happens, I will never come for midweek service. He said, I swear to God. Some of you it's like as if you are. I said. I will not come for midweek service. Pastor, even be sharing money, I will not come. Okay. So, I will package it and I will preach it on Sunday. At least Sunday you will come. Amen. Glory to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come humbly before you. I ask, Lord God, I use my pen as, I, I use my tongue as a pen of a write, ready writer to inscribe your truth upon every heart here this morning. I ask, Lord God, that you open every heart to receive your word with meekness in the name of Jesus. Cause that the words that I speak mix with faith in the heart of every hearer. And I bring forth fruit unto righteousness in the name of Jesus. More of you, Lord, less of me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 4 from verse 7. Acts 4 verse 7. Um, and when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? Um, 
Let me just start talking straight away so don't... Um, you know, it, uh, um, this is the story of when they healed the cripple at the gate of beautiful. And the, the Sadducees and Pharisees, Pharisees and Sadducees, they caught them, brought them, and then they were questioning them. I see, it's not interesting. They asked them, say, by what power or by what name have you done this? You know, immediately, it shows me that they believe that what was done could be done by a power and could be done by a name. Amen. I mean, it would have been stupid if they didn't believe that's not what they saw. What does not believe to be say by what power, by what name? I say, if something happened, I say, say by what power, by what name? I say, what is the meaning of by what name? But they believe that there was a power that the power and a name were both pardon me, were both powerful. There's a power you could use and there's a name you could use. Go on. Eight. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people of Israel, blah, 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 Ten. Let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified. They asked that by what power or by what name. He's not telling them, this is the power and this is the name. And what's the name? Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by whom this man stands here before you whole. Go on. This is the stone with the builder rejected, which become chief cornerstone. Twelve. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. No, no, stop, stop stopping at 12. It says, Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name. There is no other name. Hallelujah. You know, I, I, I was looking at it and it says salvation. Salvation is the, is the word, um, I think it, it's the word soteria. You know, it's interesting. I used to think that um, salvation, soteria and sozo, they were, one was Greek, one was Hebrew. I discovered two of them are Greek. Salvation, soteria is the, it's just, it's just um, um, what's that thing you're talking, English, part of speech or something. No, soteria is the is the noun. Um, sozo is the verb. You know what the noun is. You know what the verb is. If you don't know, go and ask the people that um, that know. Even me. So it says, for there is salvation, a, ver- a noun. For there is salvation in no other. There is soteria in no other. I know when I was looking at the word soteria, again, it says deliverance, preservation, safety. It says deliverance from the molestation of the enemy. There is no deliverance from the molestation of the enemy. There is no deliverance from the molestation of the enemy. For there is no other name given under heaven by which men must be saved. That was save. It says to save, keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger and destruction. There is no other name by which we are rescued from danger and destruction. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, straight up we say that there is power in the name. There is power in the name. Amen. What's the the, 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 permit to say, say this way what the power of Jesus can do, please just um, listen for understanding. What the power of Jesus can do, what I'm saying is that if the power of Jesus, use your, use your comic, join me and use your comic mind. Suppose the power of Jesus just come in this place, everybody's falling down. What the power of Jesus can do, his name can do. Do you get what I'm saying? 
Because, you know, some say, say, ah, you know, um, if you can just get the power of, of God, you can just bring the power of God on the scene. Ah, let the power of God just fall now. Let everywhere just shake. Everybody's shaking. Everybody's. What the power, if the power is present, can do, the name of Jesus can do, because the name and the power are the same. Hallelujah. We're just laying the foundation and then we'll go we'll, 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 we'll go on. Philippians 4, Philippians 2, Philippians chapter 2 from verse 9. Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name, the name, the name, the name, the name. You know, a lot of times, sometimes many people read it as God has highly exalted him and give him a name. No, it's the name. And when we say that when you use the, it means it's a specific, definite article. It that means that there was, there's a name that was reserved in heaven for that only somebody who qualified for it could take it. So God has given him the name which is above every name. Amen. Go on. That at the name of Jesus the name of Jesus every no at the name of Jesus most knee almost all knees the weak knees what knees every knee every amen every knee should bow of those in heaven of is not amazing. Of those in heaven, every knee in heaven bows at the name, the name of Jesus. Of those on earth, every knee on earth bows to the name of Jesus. And of those under the earth, every knee in hell bows to the name of Jesus. You know, I was talking about three worlds. The heavens, the earth, and under the earth. The, the hell is under the earth. Amen. Believe it or not, it's there. But talking of those three worlds, he said that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, should bow of things in heaven, of those on earth, and of those under the earth. Every knee, every knee bows to the name of Jesus. That's why he describes it as the name above all names. There's no other name that has that power. No, there's no other name. There's no other name. You say, um, even, <laughs> even, um, what's the name, popular name? It's a powerful name. In Nigeria now, there's no powerful name. <laughs> Be very obedient and useful right now. <laughs> Amen. But there's no name that commands such respect. And that name has been given to us. Verse, um, verse 11. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Glory to God. So Jesus has a name that's above all name. And that name belongs to us. That name has been given to us. That name is... Let me put it this way. Let me say it this way. That name is as potent and powerful in our mouth as Jesus physically present. Amen. Even my microphone is bowing to the name. Now, let's go to another scripture. Like I said, we're just laying foundations this morning. We just lay foundations and then we'll pick up from there. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 17. Ephesians 1, 17. It's my season on and off. The battery is tired. Okay, go to 16. We know it's very popular. We call it the Pauline Prayers. Hallelujah. Okay. We call them we call it the Pauline prayers and Paul is um, praying for the efficient church here. Uh, 
15. Let's see from 15. What I want to read is from 16. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and the love for all the, all the saints, go on, go on, go on. Do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. What was he praying about? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Amen. See, Paul was saying that, look, I'm praying that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. On Wednesday, we're talking about um, that word, um, knowledge. And um, as the God showed me, you know, is the word epignosis. And got him from, um, it's, it's from the root word epignosco. And what it means that the two words, epi and um, genosco. Epi means superimpose. Um, genosco means that precise, precise, uh, you, you know, precise and accurate knowledge or knowledge that is is correct. I'm using my own words now. So on uh, Wednesday I was saying that um, God was showing me that it's um, precise and accurate knowledge that can be superimposed on the things of life. Amen. I know I was given the illustration on, on, on Wednesday. I said that, for instance, if, if you have a big rat under this mat, and say that you are superimposing this mat on it, what it means is that you know you can. I can say I'm imposing. I can impose something on on something. The thing still has the power to struggle out of that imposition. But when you say you superimpose it, that means that you're using a force to impose it. Amen. And saying that we have precise and accurate knowledge that you can superimpose on the lies or the facts of life. So it's a fact that I'm running a temperature, but it's not the truth. The truth is that by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. It's a fact that my bank account is reading red right now, but that's not the truth. The truth is that he became poor, that I, through his poverty, might be made rich. I am rich. It's not my bank account that tells me that I'm rich. Amen. It's the word of God that says that I'm rich. And that's what I believe. Hallelujah. So he says that um, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Go on. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of, the eyes of your understanding being flooded with light that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. We've talked about that. We have a series on this. Amen. Hallelujah. 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to, towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Gone. Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. Far above principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named. Every name that is named. So, see, we're seated above every name that is named. You know, Yoruba man, if you say Shango, you call all those things. Oh, I don't know the ones that are prevalent in your area. Oh, some, even there are some people, even human beings. You talk about one man, they said, ah, that guy in jazz, the guy just no day here. He, said, he called his name and said, I beg, I beg, I don't want trouble. I beg, I beg. Don't even call the name around here. He says that we are far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named. Every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Amen. One. And he put all things except he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. Gone. Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So you see what he's saying that God has given all things. God has given him all things. God has made him head over all things. Why? 
Go back to 20, I think it's 22 now. And he put all things under his feet. Where is the feet? He says, and gave him to be head over all things to the church. He put all things under his feet. We are the body of Christ. Where is the feet located? On the body. He has put all things under us, the church. And then he even go ahead and say that, and gave him to be head over all things to the church. He's head over all things to the church. Why did God do all this? Thing? Why did God give Jesus this power? Why did he give him this name that's above all names? Why did he give him this supremacy that's above all this supremacy? Why? He gave it for the benefit of the church. And guess what? The church is not the building. The church is you and I. You know I always say it? The day we leave this place, the church has left here. If we come here, if after we leave this place, and we come here in um, a week's time, and they've turned it to disco hall, nobody's going to come and say, ah, um, 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 pastor, your church is not a disco hall. It's not our church. We, the church, we moved. We are the church. We are the church. So when he said he gave him, he put all things under his feet. He put all things under the church. He put all things under your feet. All powers, all principalities, you know, it's listed there. All, all, all call them whatever they are, all dominion, they are under your feet. You have power over them. So somebody, somebody will say, so why don't we experience this thing? Because we, 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 because we have not schooled ourselves in it. I mean, and that's, why, that's, that's one of the things I believe God wants us to do in, this, in this, this series. That we school ourselves in the name of Jesus. We come to a place where we believe the name of Jesus. You know, a lot of times, when we talk about the name of Jesus, people treat the name of Jesus as a, um, either as a, um, Church, church um, slang, Christianese. Jesus belongs to. Come on, Jesus belongs to Christian. Muhammad belongs to. Uh-huh. So they, they have their own. We have our own. No, 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 no. We miss it. It's it's more than that. Another way we treat the name of Jesus, even those of us who are in church, we treat the name of Jesus as a punctuation mark. You know what a punctuation mark is? You write a sentence, when you finish the sentence, full, full stop. So, I will pray. Father, in the, Father, we come to you, we give you thanks, everything shall work well, in Jesus' name. If you don't, for some people, if you don't finish prayer within Jesus' name, you have not, they'll be like, thank you Lord for um, your goodness and your mercy, we give you praise for your faithfulness. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. What? Pastor, you have not finished prayers now. I'll finish. No, you didn't say in Jesus' name. So, so for some people, that's what it is. It's just a punctuation mark for praying. If you have not prayed, if not, I mean, it's the amount of it's the amount of Jesus you shout in your prayer that means that shows how powerful that prayer is. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that today as we start the service in the name of Jesus. The high pastor's prayer was heavy. That's not what the name of Jesus is for. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not a punctuation mark. It's not for comma and for full stop. Glory to God. It's given to us to exercise dominion. It's given to us to exercise authority in this earth. Glory to God. He has given to he has given to him that's Jesus the name that has within it the fullness of the Godhead. You see, when God God gave him that name Jesus, it has the fullness of the Godhead in it. Meaning that, see, every time we call the name of Jesus, everything about God appears on the scene. Everything that makes God God appears on the scene. No, and you know, we, we need to come to this place where we believe it. We need, we need to come to this place where we see it like that. That when I say Jesus, everything about the Godhead comes to bear. Everything about the Godhead comes... It's, it's activated. 
and comes on the scene. But when you say, when you, you know, when, when, when you just see it as, as any other name, it says, I mean, sometimes, some, you know, sometimes it's as good as just saying, um, um, some, something you're going through, something, just, just, you can just, just say, uh, oh, look, in the name of Jesus or Jide or Jide, anyone, any, anyone you choose, in the name of Jide or Jide, it, it, it's as good as that. But we have to school ourselves to know that there is power in this name. And that every time we call the name, we invoke the power. You, you, you know, modernization sometimes has watered down a lot of things. But in the past, you know, you, you know in, the, in the medieval times and even, even in some societies, when, when, when they come, when, for instance, when a soldier or somebody comes to you and say, I come to you in the name of the king. You are, be afraid. Be afraid. Because what he's saying is that I come to you with the backing of the king. If you behave anyhow, the king, the king will throw all his weight. He will throw all his weight. Right now as I stand, all the weight of the king is behind me. So anything I say and do here, I have the backing of the king. So when we come, when we stand before situations of life, when we stand before things, and we say in the name of Jesus, we are bringing to bear all of God on the scene. I know, going back to the, the, the illustration I used in medieval times, you know, you don't come to you, I say, I come to you in the name of the king. I come to you in the name of the king. Oh, it's in the name of the king. It's in the name, no, <laughs> you just say it once. I come in the name of the king. You know, that's what I said, like I said, that's how we're teaching this thing. You know, sometimes the way some of us use the name of Jesus, even the devil is laughing at you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. In Je- I, 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 <laughs> Let me give you an example. Uh, let me just give that illustration. Let me give you an example. You know, some people, you go to, maybe you go to somebody's house, you didn't know they have dog, and then you open the gate, and then the dog goes, wow, wow, just one big, hefty monster, wow, and it's coming towards you. It's just name, it's just name, it's just name, it's just name, it's just name. Amen. Hallelujah. I think Reverend I had or somebody that gave the testimony. He said one, one time he went somewhere, and and a, a, a mighty monster dog tried to attack him. He said, as he stood, he said he didn't know from some, from deep within him. He just stood, I in Jesus' name. I said, and the dog just went, pew, just lay down back. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. We need to come to a place where we school ourselves that there is power in this name. So that whenever we call it, we call it Expecting power to show up. Amen. Okay, you know, I, 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 love, I love something. I wrote, I wrote something down here. Let me read it. I wrote it there. He has given to him the name that has within it the fullness of the Godhead, the wealth of the eternities. And the love of the heart of the Father God, that, that's in the name of Jesus. The fullness of the Godhead, the wealth of the eternities, and the love of the heart of the Father God. Amen. Basically, what I'm saying is that, look, every time we say in the name of Jesus, we evoke God's love. Amen. Sometimes, 3 a.m., you know that period when sleep should be sweet. Thing is, thing is, is, is sweeting you. 3 a.m. I don't know why. I hear my daughter's voice loud and clear. It's not sounding sleepy. Daddy. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Tea. Someone tea. Yes, baby. I'm going to the kitchen to make tea. Amen. Why? She knows that when she calls that name, it evokes something in me. I, the Bible says that we who have been evil, we know how to give good things to our children. Then you think, you, how much more? Then you think that you call the name of Jesus and then he just say, 
Oh, here she goes again. Oh, now wow. I say, Jesus. I say, Father, no day. <laughs> say, Jesus. I say, Michael, go and answer her. <laughs> you, you know, sometimes that's how we behave. That's how we treat it. My daughter has never called me 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 p.m., 9 p.m. has never called me at any time. I make a demand that I said I was not available. And those of you who have children will maybe tell me, I did that. It is daddy, daddy, mommy, daddy, mommy. Ah, call something else. Daddy, mommy, daddy, daddy, mommy, daddy, daddy, daddy. That's all I hear all day. Oh, it's how, that's how it is. Okay. I'm, I'm in good hands. But you see, every time we call the name of Jesus, it evokes the love of God. Amen. Every time we call the name of Jesus, every time we call the name of Jesus, it evokes the love heart of God towards us. So you, you can't be in danger. You can't be, you can't be facing a perilous situation and you're calling the name of Jesus or you call on the name of Jesus and God just looks at and says, ah, okay, um, who is there? No, he comes on the scene. None of you who have people at home, I mean, your, your baby is calling you at 3 a.m. in the night. You're not looking for who to call. You're, you're getting up. That's the heart of God towards us. And that's why he gave us the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, we have the name, we have we have the right to use this name against the power of the devil, against the power of the enemy. We have the right to use this name to make our demands to get what rightfully belongs to us. Amen. We have the right to use this name to praise and to worship God. Glory to God. You know, when John was speaking, when John was speaking in, um, um, he said it in, in, in a, few, a, few, a few scriptures, when he says, what whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name he was giving us he was giving to us a sign check that we have a right to demand anything based on the resources of heaven he was giving to us let me, let me put it this way he was giving to us a blank signed check that we have the right to demand anything of the resources of heaven all of heaven's I mean, basically, what Jesus said, look, all of heaven's resources is open to you in my name. In my name, all of heaven's resources is available to you. But see, you must believe it. You must know it. You know, sometimes, sometimes, while Christians run into problem too, also, I, I, I said the name of Jesus. You don't know what belongs to you. You don't know what belongs to you. You know, uh, uh, there's a story. I, I read, I read, um, I can't remember, I think either Warren Buffett or, um, I can't remember, one of these rich men. A, 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 a journalist was interviewing him and said, that, How did you become the richest man in the world? No, how did you become so rich? I said that he opened his wallet, brought out a check, signed it, and gave it to her. It was a lady. He gave it to her. He said, Write any amount you want. She said the lady pushed it back to say, No, I can't do that. She said, No, write any amount you want. Just write any amount you want. Push it to her again. He did it three times. Three times she pushed. She said, That will, that will not be right. That would be unfair. That's what the lady said. He, and he, he said, Picked up the check, toy it. I said, That's how I became the richest man in the world. I never lost an opportunity. Amen. What I'm saying is that, you know, a lot of times, we don't know the power in the name. We don't know the power in the name. We don't know the rights that we have. So we don't know how to take advantage of it. I mean, that lady, like, like he said, you just lost the opportunity to become the wealthiest journalist on the surface of the earth. We don't know what belongs to us. So we don't know how to take it. Sometimes we're being, it's almost like, it's just too polite. You know, if, if you know, somehow we have scriptures to back it. You know, if I have food and clothing, with this I should be content. For I brought nothing to this world and will take nothing out of it. You didn't bring anything to this world. Take what he has given you in this world. Use it. When you are going, leave it. 
Nobody is telling you to take it along when you are going. Take it, use it. And it's all available to you in the name of Jesus. See, that's what I'm saying that you need to know what is your right, what belongs to you, and what what God has provided for you, what God has made available for you in the name of Jesus. See, uh, uh, um, um, I'm here. Please, you need to help me. Um, I can't remember. Go up. Let's start from 17. Ephesians 1 17. It says 18. What is the exceeding riches of his glory? Yes, 18. Let's start from 18. He says, what is, the, what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? You have an inheritance. Um, let's go to Colossians. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9, I think. But, see, Pauline prayer. And it says, for this reason, we also, since they we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy. Giving thanks unto the Father. Yes, this is I'm coming to. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. He has qualified us in the name of Jesus to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. There is an inheritance for you. Amen. You know, recently I, I read that story again. I think I've mentioned it here. I read that story again. I think it was Charles Spurgeon or somebody that said he, he one of those, one of those um, olden, um, old-time preachers, he went to the house of a woman. The woman was sickly, old and sickly, in, um, you know, and he went to, the, to her house to visit with her and pray with her. While he was there, he noticed this plaque hanging on the wall. So he looked at it. He said that, is this thing, is this genuine? The lady said, yes, that um, I worked for a very wealthy woman. You know, I worked for her, and when she was dying, she gave it to me. That I treasured it so much. That's the only thing she, she gave me. I treasured it so much, I got it framed and it's hanging on the wall. So he said that, can I borrow it for a few days? She said, no problem. Just make sure that you return it to me intact. He took it. He went to the authorities and asked them, is this, is this, this looks like a document. Is this correct? He said, the, 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 the government looked at it, the, I mean, the authority looked at it. I said, yes, we have been looking for the person who has this document. Guess what it was? The woman had willed the woman she worked with had willed to this, her former maid, had willed to her a large sum of money, house, for this woman to be able to live comfortable for the rest of her life. As a true story, it's true story, I think Charles Spurgeon, one of them, I've read very recently, I read it again. She had willed to this woman a large portion of money and um, a, a house for her to live comfortable for the rest of her life in appreciation for how she worked, served her during her lifetime. Guess what? It was on her wall all this while. This woman was dying of, of um, living in, she was dying of starvation, living in a rundown house with no heat, no, electric, no, 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 no uh, um, comfort of life. She had suffered so many years, yet her deliverance, her her prosperity, her, her goodness in life was hanging on her wall. A lot of us, our blessings, our goodness, they are tied in this book. Let me tell you another story. You know, a, 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 I don't know if it's on the read, but a, you know, a, a young boy was going to school. So his father told him, when he was going, his father gave him a Bible. He said, when you get to school, make sure you read God's word every day. So the boy will go to school. A few weeks later, I called home. He said, Daddy, I'm broke. I need money. He said, have you been reading the word of God? He said, yeah, yes, I have. He said, if you've been reading the word of God, all your needs will be met. Ha. Went to another some couple of weeks again. Called him, Daddy, I'm really broke. He said, have you been reading the word of God? He said, yes, I have. Say, if you've been reading the word of God, all your needs will be met. The third time when he called, Daddy, 
So when the father said, he, said, he got to open, took his Bible, opened it. Get what? His father had put checks all through the Bible. So if he was reading the Bible constantly, opening the Bible, even if he had just opened it, he would have seen his needs met in it. Many of us don't know what belongs to us. Many of us don't know what belongs to us. What is the inheritance of the saint in light? He says, giving thanks to the Father, the Father has qualified us, in Jesus he has qualified us to be partakers of this inheritance of the saints in life, in light. Hallelujah. Go on. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. You know, I, I, I love this one. God will show me some, 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 some weeks ago. It's something you have read some scriptures over and over and over again. One time, light just shines. But you know, I just saw this in a new way. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. And I always say, He said, it was, It's good enough if God just delivered us from the power of darkness. Amen? If you are delivered from the power of darkness, you are delivered. But God didn't end it at that. He says, And what? Conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Hey! He delivered us and then brought us. Convey. You want convey us now? He, he delivered, he transported us into the kingdom of his son. I, I, I remember I've given this illustration before. Imagine if there are hoodlums on the street uh, um, 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 uh, attacking and then police or whoever, these powerful people come and hey, 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 they delivered you. And they delivered you from their hands. And streets rowdy. They delivered you from the hand. Ah, thank you, thank you. And then they left you. you, you go. And then as you go, two meters in front, you see another group in front. You know, it don't be for you. Because you can't go back. You can't go front, forward. But he says that he delivered you from the power of darkness and conveyed you. They de- these police or whoever delivered, they delivered you and they carried you from there into the army barracks. delivered us and conveyed us in the kingdom of his, of the son of his love. Verse 14. In whom we have redemption. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. Hallelujah. And all this package tied together, I mean, put together is given to us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, when we call the name of Jesus, this is what we are evoking. We, 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 are, we, are, we are, we are, you know, like I said, what we said in John, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, anything you ask the Father in my name, he says you are asking in my name that the Father will do it for you. And he was talking, now he, there he was talking about prayers. He said, anything you ask the Father in my name, he will do for you. And what's the name of asking for, for the Father in his name? You're asking based on the revelation of the finished works of Jesus. You're asking because you, tr- you believe the finished works of Jesus. You trust the finished works of Jesus. You see the finished works of Jesus as your truth and your reality. You see it as, and what, what, what else does that mean? You see it as the full payment required for you to get it. You see it as the the uh, what is it? The reason why God cannot deny you. Jesus paid for it with his blood. Jesus paid for it with his life. So for God to deny you, what is, and that's why you say, that's why I'm saying you should know your rights. What are the inheritance of the saints in light? The inheritance of the saints in light. See, if my father leaves, if my father left a will, if my father left a will, and he left things to me, Amen. No matter how much you are my friend, no matter how much I say I love you, you cannot partake of it. You can't come inside and be bugan and say, you know, me and me and Julia, we are very good friends. In fact, we've been we've been five and six. So uh, the things that father gave him, that we are going to share it equal. Uh, you, you, it's not. It doesn't belong to you. Amen. There are inheritance that belong to you because you are a saint in light. 
and you access them by the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So the name of Jesus is an open check that is given to us to cash on the resources of heaven. Colossians 2.15 He said, having disarmed principalities and power, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Um, okay. Yes. He says, having disarmed principalities and power, we, 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 we're still going to talk about some other things. So I think we'll talk about this scripture again. But there's something I want to bring out from this. He says, having disarmed principalities and power, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. You see, Jesus has disarmed, he says, Jesus has disarmed principalities and powers. So principalities and powers, when it comes to your, when it comes to, when it comes to your case, they have been disarmed. They are disarmed. They have no, they, they have no, they have no, um, they have no right. rights. They have no giri over you anymore. They are disarmed. They are powerless over you. So they can, they can dance the masquerade and do, 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 you, you know, I, 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 I truly, <laughs> I truly like some of the, yeah, there are some, some of skits that are coming out these days, uh, I, I'm truly beginning to enjoy some of them because, because some of them are they, they, some of them make sense to me some of them of course a lot of them are very stupid but some of them make sense to me especially the ones we are I've seen so, quite a few of them like one one, one um, um, guy wearing white or funny he doesn't appear to have girl ah, ah, the guy looked at him ah, the guy was you know they fear again <laughs> See, that's where we should come to. These things are disarmed. Their ogre, their ogre has been disarmed. Their ogre has been disarmed. Then, I mean, I mean, they've caught this guy. They've disarmed their ogre and everything. And then the 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 small uh, runt in the 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 the, the pie is coming to come and threaten you, and you're fearing. Say, no, 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 no. The one who has the the one who is the Baba has been disarmed. He said he has disarmed principalities and power and made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. You know what it means? Like, like, like the, 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 the way they describe it, that Jesus disarmed these powers. He took away all their and you know the story is always given of, of the way it's done in the in the in the in the ancient time. When you, when you conquer a kingdom, you get their general. You strip him. You you bring him to public place. Publicly strip him of all his medals and title. You strip him of it. You strip him of his clothes and get him naked. And then you parade him round the streets. That's what he said. When he says that he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them. When Jesus defeated the devil, he paraded him, showing him as a defeated foe. But you know, a lot of times, if the devil has another, I'm saying, if the devil has any power in the life of any believer, it's the power that you gave him. It's the power that you gave him. And guess what? A lot of believers are empowering the devil. A lot of believers are empowering the devil. You are the one that has the power. He cannot do anything to you except he uses your power against you. Except he, you empower him. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. Like I said, we're just laying foundation. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. It says that in as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death. That is the devil. See, the devil has been destroyed. Through the death of Jesus, God, let me use some terms I have. Jesus decimated the devil. You know what I mean? Decimate. I like that grammar. 
He decimated the devil. You know what he means? He reduced him to nothing. The devil has no power over you. The devil has no power over you. He said that Jesus partook of our flesh and blood. He became like us. You, you, you know, you know, it's such a beautiful thing. If Jesus had come, um, come in His glory, I mean, one day he just looked at the sky. He just saw Jesus come down, came down, and then you know, he lived among us. He did all the miracles. He did all the things he did. Then, when it was time to die. You know, they just caught him. He just went to the cross. And as he was hanging on the cross, he said, glory. You know. Was, ah, yes, now. It's because, it's, you know, he's, he's God now. That's why he can bear it. I mean, we, if you took name for God, how you go paying God? Now, God now. Hey, hey. You know what? He came down and became like flesh and blood like you and I. You know why? So that to show us that in this human form in this human nature we can be victorious we can live a victorious life we don't have to become supernatural we don't have to become god you understand we are god but we don't have to become like he is right now in this flesh and blood nature that you have we have victory we have the victory that through death he might destroy him. And he said he may, he may, he may, he may, he may, he may um, sober him. He said he might destroy him. Destroy. Jesus destroyed the devil. He says he might destroy him who had the power of death. That is the devil. The devil is destroyed. The devil is, has been brought to nothing over us. Through the death of Jesus, the devil has been rendered powerless over us. Amen. Hallelujah. We must see it this way. We must school our mind. We must school our thoughts. We must school everything about us to see, to know, and to believe that the devil has been defeated. A lot of us give the devil too much power. We give him too much attention. Praise the Lord. You know, as I me, the devil is a liar. Oh, you know, as I went, I mean, imagine if our sister had come back. As I went, if you see the number of things that happen on the road, the devil is a liar. Oh, but thank God, the devil had no hold on me. Oh, he didn't touch me. In fact, when we went, ah, the devil is powerful. Hey, but Jesus is more powerful. Shut up. Shut up. Because when you say that the devil is powerful, you are telling yourself that the devil has any power. He has any power over you. Come on. Somebody that Jesus brought, made, made the rubbish off. <laughs> you know, some of us have grown to months now. One of the sweet things that happened to us one day, one day we were closed from church on Wednesday service. I was going home. Uncle David, we are going home. This Keke bus guy just drove rough. I think I've told the story here. Maybe, maybe it was some. Bus, you know the Keke bus. This is a small, small bus. Just drove rough. Just drove rough. And next thing, pull off my bumper. And then when we came out. Well, bloated guy like this. Yeah, just say. You, oh yeah, what do you mean? My fear. You pull your bumper. Maybe you pull my door. You, I was just so we were there. Well, the next thing he said, ah, I'm going to call somebody. He now called one guy, one guy, one very tiny thing like a little short. Guy just came. Said, so what happened? So where are the people that jam you? I said, people that jam you. Is that what you should even be saying? Say yes. This is started talking drama. Anyway, thing became rough. I said, okay, is that what you people are saying? That was the short guy that came. Is that what you people are saying? You must fix my boss. You fix my boss today. You, uh, uh. So while we were there, I was thinking, the name dropped in my heart. I told Uncle David, we called the, the lady, the politician. We called her, our neighbor, former neighbor, Madame Kate. We called her. She came. And her husband, ah, parade change. Ah, you, uh, you people were, uh, you people um, destroy somebody's vehicle and then you are detaining him and harassing him. No, 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 no. This man, the husband, oh, hey, the people. Uh, then the whole thing became. So, a guy that said that we destroy his boss, we must fix his boss, picked up phone 
and called Caesar. Guys, some people are harassing us here. They've even called some people to come and beat us up. The ogre came. Boom. Said, ah. Next thing, say, ah, madam, is it you? Ah, madam. Ah. That's ogre they called, though. Ogre, the owner of the buses, the two buses. Ah, madam, is it you? Ah, what happened? Say, no, 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 they destroyed my pastor's car. Shut the guy that said that he's the owner of the bus. Say, you, 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 you have not paid me for three. Ah, slapped him. The guy ran away. And for the duration of the, the rest of the conversation, the guy was nowhere to be found. Oh, God, I mean, bro, reduced him to trash. Slapped him. Chased him to beat him. He didn't have mouth in the matter again. So, in this situation, so you can imagine, then he's now come, maybe after the guy, maybe the guy was dreaming up or something, and then he's now coming to threaten me, jack me out. So, and I'm not saying, no, 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 no vex, no vex, no, 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 no vex. So I'm sorry to say your guy slap you. So no is that, that's what I would be saying. Do you know that's what, a lot of times, that's how we treat the devil. Jesus, your senior brother, he, he, he finished him. He didn't only finish him, he didn't do it in public. He embarrassed him. He shamed him. He showed everybody that this guy has no power. He's, he's a nothing. He's a non-entity. Non-entity. Well, let's speak Nigerian English now. Non-entity. He's a non-entity. The non-entity is coming to harass you. And you're fearing. Something is seriously wrong with you. Glory to God. Satan has been destroyed. We have victory over him in the name of Jesus. See, we must learn to use the name. We must learn to use the name. We must learn to believe in the name. I use the name. Glory to God. Um, let's look at the last scripture. We'll stop here. Luke 11, 21 and 22. Um, oh, I didn't okay. Uh, like the couple of scriptures I'm supposed to read around this scripture, but I, I, I didn't I didn't write them down, so I'll I'll, I'll say them. You know them. So trust me that that's in the Bible. It says, when a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. 22. But when a stronger than he comes upon him and takes and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. You know what Jesus is saying? I mean, what, what Jesus is saying here? He says, when a, when a man who is strong keeps his house, but his things are intact. But when a stronger comes and overcomes him, guess what? Jesus, Satan, who is stronger? Jesus has come. He has overcome Satan. He said he takes from him all his armor. All his armor. All the things that the devil trusts in. All the things that the devil uses to, to, to put fear into you. Bible says that and that's what um, 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 Colossians 2.15 said. He said that he stripped him of it all. One translation said that he stripped him of it. Jesus stripped the devil of his armor. Amen. He stripped the devil of his armor. So when you see the devil, he's without armor. Amen. He says he stripped, he, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. Amen. Amen. The devil has been stripped of all powers. He has been stripped of all authority. He has been stripped of everything that he can and uses against you. You know, it's like, it's like, <laughs> comical example that is coming out. It's like somebody that wants to attack you. No matter how big he is, then maybe somebody now 
catch him, they beat him up, then they remove all his clothes, boxers and all, naked. Then he's now coming to you, he wants to attack you, and in the crowd, he wants to attack you. Then, then you, you are giving him towel. Say, tie, your, tie yourself first now before you start fighting. Yeah, you take towel, tie yourself. You know, sometimes that's what we as believers do. You give the devil what to cover himself to use against you. Amen. We have the name of Jesus against the devil. The devil has been stripped, brought to nothing. And the name of Jesus, all that God has, has been given to us. It rightly belongs to us. Amen. So, you see, and then, um, like I said, there are scriptures, um, of scriptures I read, uh, suppose read here. Um, um, I think in Mark, where Jesus said that um, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Amen. No, I think Matthew. So all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Then when Jesus rose from the dead, he said, um, um, let's, Matthew, Matthew 28. Yeah, Matthew 28. And Jesus came and spoke to them and said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Has been given to me in heaven. All authority. Should they come down? All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Verse, um, go on. Go therefore. Can you understand what he's saying? He says, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. I have it. Every, all the power belongs to me. They are in my hands. Go therefore. What does it mean? What is it therefore? Because of all authority belonging to me, I am not delegating to you. Go therefore. Amen. Go therefore into the world and make disciples of all nature. Mark, Mark, Mark 16, um, 15, 16, 17. He said, 17 or so. He said, and this sign will accomplish them that believe in my name. So all the authority in heaven and earth that has been given to him, he packaged it in his name and he gave the name to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Believe in the name of Jesus. Acts, um, Acts, I can't remember now, but it's in Acts. He says, believe on the name of Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. Believe on the name of Jesus. We'll talk about that also later. Believe on the name of Jesus. Believe that there is power in this name. Believe that the name belongs to you. Believe that you have a right to use this name. And guess what? Use the name. Use the name. Stop allowing the devil to have a field day around you. Have a field day in your life. Have a field day in your finances, in your health. In, in Use the name. The name has been given to you. It's not for decoration. Use the name. Amen. And like I always say, you, you, the devil has to know that you know your right. You know what you are saying. You know the seven sons of skippers. They went to said uh, 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 they, 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 they went to a man who was filled with uh, uh, demonic spirit. I said, "We adjure you in the name that Paul, um, uh, uh, Paul preached to come out of him." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Show, see me, see what love. Paul, I know that guy very well. Kai, that guy, hot. Jesus, ah, now Baba. But excuse me, let me see your ID card. So no, no, no. We said it's Paul and Peter, uh, Paul and. Uh, the, the, those who get that preaching more. It's not also. Say, Let me see your ID card. Say, no, okay, sorry. Say, where are you going to? No, come, come. Say, beat up one guy, Philip Demon. Beat up seven men. Seven men. Pull their clothes, send them out naked. We have the name. We're not using it for testing, testing. We're using it because we believe in it. We're using it because we know how potent and how powerful this name is. And we use it to take what rightfully belongs to us. We use it to stop the activities of the devil around us. You see the devil misbehaving around you. You activate the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, this nonsense stops now. Don't use the name as 
Hallelujah. The devil is defeated. And in the name of Jesus, we have power and authority over him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'll stop here today. We'll pick up from here next Sunday. I believe that we've been blessed. I believe that we've been blessed. Amen. You know, this morning, I want us to begin to put into practice what we're talking about. Just don't mind the time. I want you to speak. Like like I said, we'll talk about it, but but let me just go ahead. You know, Jesus was talking in in John. I think John, John... uh, John 15 or 16, I was talking about whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will do it, that the Father may be glorified. Then, I think it's John 14, he was saying that, if you ask anything in my name, you know what I was saying? If you, and that word, that word um, um, Bible scholars have said that, it's that word ask is to demand. Demand what is rightfully yours. And that's why I said that, you know, Ephesians, that's what Ephesians was talking about, even Colossians was talking about knowing our inheritance in the saints. Knowing, you know, your inheritance is what rightfully belongs to you. Inheritance, they know the dragon with you. You can go to court and get it and, and, and the court will fight for you and get what belongs to you because it rightfully belongs to you. Just said so that if you demand what is rightfully yours, what is due you in my name, I will do it. I want you to, this morning, you know, uh, inshallah, I was thinking, I'll close my eyes, okay, tell, 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 um, people come out, let's lay hands on you. But no, that's what we are teaching this morning, how to use the name of Jesus for yourself. Pastor will not always be there to lay hands on you. Amen. Our sister, blessing is another mama. She reverses you, hey, Pastor, it is, pray for me. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I stand in faith and I agree with you. I can't put my, the technology never right, reach. put my hand through the phone. Amen. I will speak. But she can know the name of Jesus and how to use the name of Jesus on her own. You know, there are times that the devil attack you. You don't even remember. You will even remember pastor. You will even, you will even remember anybody. But you remember the name of Jesus. And you will bold enough that when I call that name, he answers. Glory to God. Let's just close our eyes. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Connect with Savannah Grace Chapel Port Harcourt on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Port Harcourt. And download our messages free on Telegram at t.me forward slash SGC Port Harcourt.